Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Glittercast. I'm doing the Aries season astrology and teroscopes today, and I realized that it is the 24th and Aries season started on, I think it was the 19th. Um, and I just want to say sorry for that. I was planning on releasing it yesterday because I usually release these episodes either the Tuesday before or after the sun changes signs, but since like February in the last month, I feel like my career just leveled up and it's awesome. It's been really cool, but I realized I was starting to kind of burn out because I was, I was just doing so much writing, so many readings, working on other projects that I can't talk about yet. And I realized that I needed to just kind of chill out and slow down a little bit. So I've made the decision to take on less less readings every week. I'm still going to do readings every week, but I am going to kind of limit how much I'm putting towards that because other opportunities are opening up, which is great. But it made me release this podcast episode a day late because I just felt like I needed to slow down and give myself some time to breathe. And I knew you guys would all be cool about it. So I appreciate you guys and I appreciate all your support because especially if you've been listening to me since I started Witch Doctorate, it's just kind of like you've been there for the very beginning of the journey. So um, I really appreciate all the support that you guys have given me over the years because it's like totally just kept kept me going and, you know, fueled my path. So that's enough of me being sentimental. I'm a Capricorn rising. I can't, I can't love you too much or I'll be uncomfortable. I love you the most though. I love you. I love you all of the ways I'm going to stop. I don't know why I turn into such a weirdo when I'm recording these and it makes me feel crazy because I'm just like alone with a microphone in like a little corner of my house. And I go on these like bizarre tangents where I'm just like a freak. Anyway, Aries season. So the sun moved into Aries and Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So it was also the spring equinox and the astrological new year. And, you know, because the sun is now in Aries, the first sign, we should be feeling like we got a little bit of a reset or we should be thinking about ways that we're, you know, tuning back into our energy levels, tuning back into our rhythm and I felt like that's also kind of why I was like, you know what? It's cool if it's a day late. And I actually, I meditated before I did this too, because I haven't really been meditating for myself lately. I meditate before every reading, but for myself, it hasn't been happening. And I was like, you know what? Like your whole point is to slow down. So I felt like that was something I wanted to pro- like pass on to you guys, that you might have to remind yourselves to slow down because Aries energy wants to move very fast. It wants to move very quickly. Um, it's not the most organized energy either. So it is good to slow down because it can help you sort of step away from the blurriness that can manifest when you're just so engrossed with your life and the tasks that you need to complete that, you know, reminding yourself to slow down and take moments of just like peace and quiet and also lightening your workload when you have the opportunity to, you should take that. There are times like, Like learning how to set boundaries with people when you need a day to yourself. Like, you know what? I would love to go have brunch with you, but it's been weeks since I just was a sloppy monster woman on the couch playing Animal Crossing. So I'm going to pass, but I'll have brunch with you when I feel like being a princess woman. And you can be both of those women or men. So I just said woman because this is my internal dialogue. (laughs) Okay. 
So we also had Venus go into Aries and I want to give a little bit of a, uh, I want to give a little bit of a spiel about Venus and Aries. Uh, it's great for making old love feel young again, because again, Aries is that brush of fresh air. It's the birth of another, of another year. Everything's fresh. Everything's new. So it's good to be more impulsive and just like break out of your routine, try to do small, nice little things for your partner. If you're in a partnership, I put, I picked fresh flowers and put them in Satan's office today when he was gone. So stuff like that, it will go a long way. And it's very in line with the energy that we're working with right now. Now, for all you single people, do nice stuff for yourself. Impulsively buy yourself a treat. Impulsively give yourself a compliment. The Venus Aries energy can be a little bit like, I need, I need to have compliments and I need you to reinforce your love for me and things like that. So it's good to tell your partner, even though Mercury is in Pisces, whatever we're still doing with Venus and Aries, um, it's good to tell your partner you love them. And then when it's yourself and you're just single, it's good to tell yourself that. But also Venus and Aries is a really hot time to start a relationship. It's like steamy, like, oh my God, I have to have you energy. It's super passionate, but there's a problem with that because it can cause you to rush relationships. My moon is in Aries. So like I, I like, I develop feelings so fast for people. (laughs) Like I've got like tone it down. I used to whisper, I love you to my boyfriend before we said it out loud because I didn't want to hold it in, but also I knew it was too soon. (laughs) Um, okay. So let's see here. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah. Um, Aries energy can be a little bit self-serving And I think if you are single, then you should run with that, that you should be like, yeah, I'm going to do things for myself. I'm going to be a little bit uh, less worried about what other people want and kind of focus on what I want. Um, But also, again, just be careful with who you let in if you do meet someone and it's super hot and steamy. If you are in a partnership, again, make sure you are directing love and attention and focus to your partner. Because again, Aries energy can, it's kind of lone wolf energy. So there's this interesting dichotomy where the relationship can sort of feel new and get really hot. And then it's also like your partner may feel ignored and it would all depend on the day and what other aspects are going on in the cosmos. So if you do want like the day by day breakdown, then you should follow the glitter cast on Instagram because I post the daily planetary movements uh, on there. And so it's like a little bit of the collective energy that we're working with. And then I also write horoscopes for Shondaland.com. Those are monthly horoscopes. And then astrology.com if you're a premium member. I didn't mean to just give myself a commercial. It just happened. I'm sorry. Uh, Which brings me to my next point. The sun, which represents the ego, is pretty much conjunct, which means within one degree of Venus on and off throughout all of Aries season. Like it's pretty much happening until April 14th when Venus moves into Taurus, which is going to be a delightful placement, but we'll talk about that later. Um, because the sun, which represents our ego and Venus, which represents love are kind of dancing with each other for all of Aries season. You got to look at how your ego is wrapped up in relationships and love. Are you able to, are you able to carry your own confidence without the validation of someone you're romantically involved with? So this is really a good time to focus on loving yourself without needing someone to supplement that for you. 
Because then any love that you take in is just an addition to you feeling whole and satisfied and complete as an individual. So that's my advice on working with that energy, but it can be needy. It can be super needy. So if you notice that your partner is needy or your crush or whatever, like, or even yourself, it's, that can be a little bit of the Venus sun conjunction. And if you are finding that it's like kind of messing with your love life, just like call your friends that hype you up. And just be like, I need a compliment. And then they'll be like, all right, you're weird, but here, here's the compliment. Um, unless you call my friend, my best friend, Ryan, if I called him and I was like, give me a compliment, he'd be like, you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> and then, and then I'd, he'd be like, what are you doing? And it would be fun. I miss him. Okay. I want to talk about the full moon. The full moon on March 28th. I've got, I don't have my notes. I just have the chart. So I'm going to I just wrote um, I just wrote the horoscope for this full moon for astrology.com actually uh, well last month but uh, it's a full moon in Libra and it's actually I think it's going to be the most romantic full moon of the year to be honest just because the Sun and Chiron which is the healing which is a healing asteroid and Venus are all conjunct they're all within eight degrees across the cosmos from the moon in Libra. So they're all in Aries and the opposite of the wheel, the moon is in Libra. So this can be really good or it can be really crazy because oppositions create a weird tension and a weird energy. That's why everyone loses their minds on full moons. Like our emotions and our egos are at odds with each other. And so, you know, sometimes, sometimes we can align them and then it's really great. And sometimes they don't align and then we all turn into lunatics. So basically the way to work with this, um, because there's so much Aries energy and there's, you know, Venus being an Aries, this to me is all about balancing the amount of love that you need from another person. And I know this is kind of just reinforcing everything that I said, but this is sort of like not just balancing the amount of love you need, but balancing the needs of your partner versus the needs of your own. You know, are you being overly nurturing with your partner and not nurturing yourself? Or if you're single, are you giving too much to others and not taking time for yourself? Or is there an imbalance in what you're giving and receiving with your friends? You know, we talk about psychic vampires. We talk about people who deplete our energy levels, even coworkers. And so it might be worth like acknowledging ways that you can enforce those boundaries. There aren't, there isn't a ton of energy that's going to help with boundaries, but There is energy for healing the, you know, like healing any issues that you have with taking time for yourself or being selfish. And it's not like, it's not usually selfish. There's like that cliche saying, saying self-care is not selfish, but it really isn't. And so there is like this Libra romantic full moon energy, but also because there's so much Aries and Libra is about like relationships and love and Aries is sort of about the self and being independent. And so there's like, those are the two big energies we're working with. And so we want to be able to balance both. What's nice is we do have a grand trine happening. It will be a couple of hours after the full moon is exact, which is, it's sort of like mid-morning on March 28th. If you're going off Pacific Standard Time, that the moon is actually full. So you would probably like either the night of the 23rd or let's see. Let me see. I want to make sure that the, oh, fuck. sorry, I'm accelerating the chart wrong. And then I'm dropping F bombs because I want to see exactly what time the moon moves into Libra. 
Yeah, so you could, you could, okay. Yeah, I think on the 27th, the night of the 27th, it would be fine if you wanted to um, observe it then. I think I may have just said the 24th back then a little bit ago, but that's just because the calendar I'm looking at has the date today highlighted versus the date that I have the chart accelerated to. Anyway. The, all the aspects I were I was reading was for the 27th, 28th. And the 28th is when the full moon happens. Okay. Sorry, I'm like tripping up on myself. My Mercury is natally in retrograde. So this is just my life all the time. Okay. So we have a grand trine happening on March 28th in mid-afternoon. And it's between the moon, Saturn, and the north node. I would say Mars is in there too. So actually, this is where your ability to implement boundaries would get some help because it would give you like a soft way of putting boundaries through just because that's like what Saturn is like. Um, because Saturn is an Aquarius, you might actually just like get better at making out, <laughs> making up excuses as to why you don't want to like hang out or do something versus actually being like, hey, I just need space for myself, which is like fine, whatever you need to do, do you? Um, okay. So I also just want to touch, touch base with that Chiron, that Chiron sun Venus conjunction, because Chiron is the healing asteroid. This is a really good time for you to practice self-love Venus and the sun that's self-love in a lot of ways. And then Chiron is there. It's like, dude, you've got to do something on that full moon. That's for yourself. If you don't want to spend the whole day alone, that's fine. There's probably going to be a draw towards relationships or romance or flirting or dating. It's a good time to flirt too and a good time to start new relationships that, that full moon. But if you're, you know, no matter what your status is, like schedule a bath, give yourself two hours of you time, go on a hike, do something like that. Cause there's just so much beautiful energy here for healing your soul and healing yourself and so just do it. It's up for grabs. Just take it. It's special when we've got the Venus, when we've got the Venus, Sun, Chiron conjunction. Like that's special, especially because it's happening on the night of a full moon. So it's a really good time to release your trauma, um, release people who are drama. And then I wish I had another rhyme, but I don't. So llama, llama is just you know he's the mascot of this episode, and the llama wants you to love yourself. Anyway, all right. Um, April 3rd, Mercury is going to be going into Aries. Oh, wait, I skipped ahead on my, I skipped ahead on my aspects. Sorry, I did full moon March 28th. And then I wanted to talk about um, on March 29th, there isn't, this is more of an aspect than like a huge sort of astrological thing, but it's just like one, it's just like, I felt like I needed to warn people about this day. So, um, March 29th, Neptune, which is the planet of illusion and fantasy and delusion, um, and Mercury, the planet of communication and the way that we think, our thought process, they conjunct. And you just want to watch out for people who lie. You want to watch out for people who are overly charismatic, especially because the moon and Pluto are going to kind of be forming a square to each other on that day. And so people are going to be hiding information. There's going to be like, people are just going to not I just don't think they're going to be very forthcoming or truthful. And then also you have to make sure that you're being honest with yourself because Mercury can be your internal dialogue in a lot of ways. And since we have a square between the moon and Pluto on that day, it could be that like you're running from the truth. So just try to be really calm and gentle with yourself on that day. But like just don't believe everything you see, hear, 
uh, or think on that day or for a couple of days. So even if it's like you have a suspicion about something, like your intuition could be a little bit wonky on these days. I would let that, I would like wait for that to clear until like the 31st or the 1st. So that's my astrology PSA. There are other conjunctions and aspects happening during Aries season, but I just wanted to point that one out. If you want a continuation of that sort of day-to-day focus, again, go to my Instagram at the Glittercast. Okay, so I was starting to talk about on April 3rd, Mercury goes into Aries. And again, Mercury is the planet of, com- of you know, conversation, communication, processing information. And because it goes into Aries, you might feel like you're speaking more impulsively than usual. And that information just kind of flies out of your mouth. So try to ground. Um, you might feel like your mind is going really, really fast. And so that's going to be, I know I told you, I talked about this last time Mercury was in Aquarius, but I feel like this is a good just rule of thumb. Uh, keep a pen and paper with you because again, Aries is really quick moving. If Mercury were in Taurus, it might be easier to like hold on to and remember information. But with Mercury and Aries, it could, it could leave very quickly and you might have like unfinished ideas that come into your mind. So you may even end up with a notebook that has a lot of like, I'm trying to like I'm trying to put this in a form like in a frame of reference that makes sense and I'm thinking of when I used to do stand-up comedy and I would have these like lightning ideas for a joke like the start of a joke and I would write them down and then either I couldn't figure out how to finish the joke or my notes were so vague and my notes were so incomplete that I would be like what did this mean what was I trying to say here like what is this joke so take detailed notes if it is a full thought and if it's just like an inkling or a hunch or an idea that's not fully formed or developed, like it might take more work. You might never come to a conclusion. So just, I don't know. It's going to be a mixed bag. So have fun with that, everyone. Um, with Mercury's and Aries, you are going to have to look about, you're going to have to look at your irritability your, you know, how snappy you get because Aries pops, you know, pops off quick and it it retorts quickly. And so if someone says something to you that feels offensive in the moment, like you might want to take a beat because it could just be that you're misunderstanding the situation. Misunderstandings can escalate quickly with Mercury and Aries. So again, that is going to be, that's going to uh, happen on April 3rd. On April 11th, we have a new moon. And obviously this new moon is going to be in Aries. The new moon is always in the same sign that the sun is in. And we have, again, we've got some nice Venus energy. Venus is within four degrees of the new moon. Mercury is hanging out nearby, but I wouldn't call it a conjunction. Um, but we do also have Jupiter kind of blowing a kiss in that direction as well. It's, it's in a, Jupiter is in Aquarius right now, but it's kind of shining some good luck onto this new moon. So whenever I see a new moon that is aspecting Jupiter, I do think that this is a really good time to do manifestation work, to plant seeds, because Jupiter is going to be like throwing that extra bit of luck. Um, And because Aries likes to move quickly, this is a situation where the spells that you cast on this day could manifest very quickly. But also, this is the first new moon of an astrological year. So if you're setting intentions, you might want to look at what you like, almost like a New Year's resolution resolution. Like, what do you want to accomplish in the next year? What does that look like for you? And you might want to just make a list of that and, 
you know, do your little ritual, whatever that looks like for you, because there is just, there's not a lot going on in this new moon that is difficult or troubling to work with. With that being said, there is one aspect that I want to warn you guys about, and that is there is a square, so a harsh aspect between Pluto and Venus. It's an exact degree, 26 degrees, and that can spell trouble for relationships. Pluto tends to be really obsessive, um, and so you want to watch out for are you being obsessive about someone that you're interested in? Are you being obsessive or possessive about someone that you're actually with? Um, look out for stuff like that. There can also be that like the relationship just starts to feel really intense and you might not be ready for it. So even if there's a deepness that comes with this, you may feel like you're having trouble processing, taking your relationship to the next level. You could also meet like a bad soulmate on this night just because Pluto does have like a lot of depth to it. And because of its ties to the underworld, there is like past life stuff. And I don't know. I'm just like, that could meet, that could be like a bad soulmate coming through. I'm not like, I'm not going to be like, this is my 100% prophecy. And it's just like a, a, no, a notion that I'm running with. Uh, Mars is, is hanging out with a helpful degree, helpful aspect to this new moon as well. And that is implementing your will and implementing your actions. So again, really good, good energy, happy, healthy energy for this new moon. I would not waste this new moon. Set your intentions, put your offerings out into the universe, be grateful, and then do something nice. You know what I'm finding is one of my favorite ways to do an offering these days? It's to donate to a charity. And if you're not really ever sure what charities to donate to, I always, in my link tree, on Amsterdam, on, on, on what was I going to call it? Amsterdam? Like Amsterdam, I don't understand. Anyway, um, if you go into my Amsterdam, go and go on my Instagram and click on the link tree and there's usually, and well, there always is a charity highlighted. It's like the link will say charity of the month. And right now I still have I haven't updated in a while, but I'll, if I'll just, it's a good charity, whatever is on there at the time that you look at it, it'll be a good charity. Okay. All right. So I've like winded myself talking about the new moon. I want to talk about on April 14th, Venus moves into Taurus and I, I wrote like, um, the little party, like celebration emoji next to it. It's the only emoji on this page of notes, just because Venus in Taurus is awesome. First of all, Taurus is ruled by Venus. So Venus, whenever it's in Aries or Taurus, it feels at home. It feels, you know, just really comfortable. Our hearts should feel comfortable. Our bodies, you know, are going to get some love. With Venus and Taurus, this is all about the time to be sensual. You'll probably have like some nice, sexy, sensual stuff come through for you. Um, pleasures of the flesh, if you will. I don't know why I'm just like, yes, enjoy your pleasures of the flesh, like a creep. Cause I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Okay. Venus and Taurus, it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be great. And that's my horoscope. No, uh, good food, buy yourself presents. Obviously don't blow your budget. Uh, if there are aspects that are bad for spending, I usually will talk about them on my daily horoscopes. So again, at the glitter cast on Instagram, but this is like, this is the time where you want to give your body lots of love because again, Venus is love and it's softness and it's sweetness and Taurus is the material realm. So that totally rules like your meat suit, you know, 
take care of your meat suit and do stretches and indulge in nice perfumes and pay attention to all of your senses. Your senses can really come alive when Venus is in Taurus. And so this is going to be a really good time to just really embrace your gratitude, really embrace the material realms, try to be present, try to be focused. Garnet is a really good crystal to work with, but it's just going to be lovely. Give yourself lots of bubble baths, book a massage, get your hair did, do all of the wonderful, lovely things that come with being a human. Cause there's a lot of BS things that come with being a human, but with Venus and Taurus, we get to enjoy the material realms in a way that's really special and awesome. So don't feel bad about that. It's a good time to make money too. This is like a, when Venus is in Taurus, that's a really good time to do money and attraction spells. So again, like if there's ever like good aspects to Venus and you can check planetwatcher.com if you know about, if you, if you pretty much have an eye for astrology and aspects, planetwatcher.com is usually the website that I use, or you can again, call me on Instagram. Um, okay. April 19th, Mercury goes into Taurus and then the sun does. So because Mercury goes into Taurus first, I'll touch a little bit on that. But I feel like I'm probably going to talk about this more when I do the Taurus season taroscopes in astrology, just because it's going to be happening on the same day. But with Mercury and Taurus, um, it's going to be a good time to communicate through... I feel like through gestures in a lot of way, through like concrete, irrefutable evidence um, that you love someone, that you're changing, that you're dedicated to your cause. Uh, Money is also going to speak when Mercury is in Taurus. So it's sort of like, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more. But this this is also a good time to think about and focus on, you know, what your financial situation is like and what you hope to achieve in the coming year. All right, so those are my astrology notes. I'm just going to put my computer to the side. And Aries, my birthday babies. I love you birthday babies. I feel like, okay, I have to shuffle cards, but I wanted to make up a song for for Tauruses for being the birthday babies, but I can't, my brain's, I don't know if you noticed or not, but my brain is like (laughs) short-circuiting throughout this episode. Okay, okay, okay. So Aries, I pulled for you, I pulled the Eight of Swords, the Hermit, and the Ace of Cups. And I feel like with this, like there might just be someone that you have to cut out of your life in order to make room for something or someone new. I pulled an additional card just to kind of see what other meat I could pull out of this story. And I feel like there's like, I feel like the cards are almost speaking very specifically to someone who's listening to this, but like, If you are dealing with an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or lover or lovers, whatever, and the baggage that comes with being emotionally tied to that person is still there, it's time to take control of that because other love wants to come in. And there may also be a situation where the other love, the new love, the healthier love is already there. And like the unhealthy love from the past is like trying to jeopardize or mess with it. And this could also be like your own behavioral patterns, your own trauma. I mean, I'm trying to keep this broad because I want it to apply to everyone and everyone's circumstances are going to be a little bit different. But like, you know, especially with your birthday coming along, Aries, like this isn't this is the time to look at, Okay, like what are my patterns? 
what can, what can I do to change to make my life feel more productive, more fulfilling and healthier? And there's always something, you know what I mean? Even if you are at a very good place in your life and you're very satisfied in your situation and your career is going well, there's always something that can be done about career, work, love, friend, all those balances, you know, taking care of yourself. Like look at, look at what needs to go because with that eight of swords and the hermit and also the devil too, it's just like, what do you have to let go of in order for good energy and good love and happiness to come in? And that's like, that's what you need to just take care of and don't overthink it. The devil is coming in there wanting you to overthink it, wanting you to get a little bit stuck in your old ways and get, you know, getting in your own way. The devil card totally represents like getting in your own way. And so it's time to stop doing that. You just are a perfect little ram baby and you need to stop (laughs) screwing yourself with bad behaviors or behavioral patterns or whatever feelings of unworthiness we're all humans which makes us freaks so whatever is making you a freak in a bad way instead do the things that make you a freak in the good way oh my god I just picked up the other deck that I'm going to use to pull for Torahs and death is at the bottom of the deck and I feel like that's again like reinforcing everything I just said Aries whatever it is just cut it you don't need it all right Torahs I feel like Tauruses are all cool and chilled out right now, but they're watching everyone else around them lose their minds. Like Taurus is just like, I, I feel like I, I hummed after I said Taurus because I feel like that's what Tauruses are doing. Just like, y'all are fucking nuts. I have my own shit to worry about and I don't know what to do with you. Oh, death just fell out of the cards. Hold on. I have to pick it up. Death is like wanting to hang out. Okay. I'm still pulling cards. Okay. So, Torres, you've got career stuff. Um Oh no, it wasn't death that fell out of my card. It was out of the deck. It was the devil. The coloring is is really similar. Sorry. Anyway, I have the king of swords with the two of coins, the devil and the eight of coins. So what this looks like to me is that you really do need to sort of not worry about other people's shit. (laughs) The five of cups is here. So um, you may have like, you know, everyone has emotional stuff and you may have even gone through a loss recently but it's kind of time to just like align yourself with what your what your material situation is. And I think that's almost priming you for the fact that it's about to be Taurus season. Like I think you're just like you guys are getting a kickstart on Taurus season because you like things to go a little bit slow. And Aries season is just like <laughs> like super high action, high powered vibes. And so I think Tauruses are just like, I'm going to let everyone else like be really hyper and insane and I'm going to focus on my house. And if I want to be decorating, I'm going to be decorated. And I'm going to be pulling, I'm going to be putting the finishing touches on the work that I need to be doing right now. The eight of coins is like the work that needs to be done. And I just feel like with the king of swords here, like Tauruses are just like, I'm cutting out the bullshit. Cause like my plate is full 
And I just want to focus on and deal with like what needs to happen to make me feel supported and secure and safe. And I think that's a really important message for you guys right now. If it's doesn't, if it doesn't make you feel like supported and safe and secure, then you just don't have time for it right now and you don't need it. So just focus on yourself, focus on your home, focus on your work, all of that good stuff. Um, if you're having a problem within your, within your apartment or your home with like a roommate or something, it may be time to consider other living arrangements for either yourself or your roommate too. I felt like I needed to throw that in. Someone needed to hear it. Okay. Gemini. We're going to use the hermetic tarot. Okay. Ah, uh, you babies. Nine of Swords is at the bottom of the deck. We're just going to sweep that to the side. The Nine of Swords is like anxiety. Um, which like don't do that if you're having anxiety. You have to, you know, you should you should calm yourself down but then face the root of it. That's always a good plan. Um, I'm getting a little bit of a headache in the middle of my forehead, which to me I always affiliate with the third eye and just sort of being psychically overstimulated needing to touch base with your tranquility and yeah I mean that would make sense because Gemini are so good at keeping up with whatever energy is happening right now and you're you know Gemini are pretty quick moving anyway in your energy and with all this airy stuff coming like it might just be like there's too much happening and you're good at moving with it so you're good at thriving in chaos and you're good at moving within the chaos or whatever is happening around you. But if you're noticing that you're getting headaches, like that's the universe kind of like, hey, like take some deep breaths. Um, why don't you give yourself an hour to just chill and, you know, take a break from your phone? I do think that, you know, Gemini, I have the nine of cups, the three of wands, the five of cups, which I don't know why there's so much five of cups here, because that's usually like a loss or sorrow and the king of cups. So what I am gathering from this is that it really is okay to have other people help you with your problems. Geminis are really good at helping other people sort through their issues and talk about their issues. But like Gemini will talk about their issues, but they won't always ask for help. Um, and so it might be time to just like be cool with asking for help. And I think that you will find that people who are your true friends are really willing to like cut you a break or help you out or nurture you or check in on you or whatever it is that you're asking for. And the people who aren't receptive to giving you what you need, like that's going to tell you everything you need to know about who they are as a person, as a friend, all that stuff. So it's a good time to be observant, but also like, you know, say what you need help with, say what you need help with. I have a little bit of one of my one of my kidneys felt just a little bit tender for a second. So if you are a Gemini and you have been drinking, I'm not saying like alcoholic or anything like that. I mean, it might be, but if you've just been drinking um, too much soda even, or just like drinking like more than one glass of wine a night um, or one beer a night, like if, if, you know, or even too much caffeine, if you have too much like diuretic stuff going on in your system, like it might be time to just flush out so that your kidneys and liver can get more water, get more purity going through. So you might want to do like a three-day cleanse if you've been noticing that happening. And then just, of course, be mindful and observant of your intake. Um, moving forward, I mean, we just got out of Pisces season and Pisces season um, can sometimes make us overconsume all things 
food, drugs, alcohol, caffeine, sugar, soda, all of it. So um, also I recommend if you do get like the third eye headaches that you just go ahead and rub a little, little bit of lavender on your head, on your forehead before bed. Okay. Cancers actually feel pretty good. And I, I feel like I need to just like breathe out some of that Gemini energy though to make sure you're doing a cleanse Gemini because I feel like energy might be sticking to you right now. Okay. Um, I actually want to do a redraw for cancer just because I feel like I pulled those cards when I had too much, um, la, 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 Gemini energy. Okay. So, okay. Cancer time. Might be a little, there might be a little bit of a boost in clairvoyance for cancers. I do feel, I don't know why I feel like I'm like, um, salivating almost like, like there's a cancer listening right now who's eating something sour or something. Um, but I'm feeling almost like those glands going off when you eat something sour. So let's see here. Okay. Okay. Um, I do have the hermit here, but I also have the sun. So there's a balance between time for reflection versus time for like letting yourself go out there. And if you've been doing too much of one and not enough of the other, it's like time to get that balance back. And so if you've been staying in too much, it's time to like start going out. And if you've been going out too much, it's time to start staying in and, you know, just figure out what that healthy balance looks like. Of course, going out is still kind of weird with COVID and stuff, but even, I mean, like going out could be a walk around your block. You know, luckily we've got more vaccines coming through, so hopefully life will be normal again um, sooner than later anyway, but we'll, we'll have to see because, you know, I know that there's a lot of people who are anti-vaccine in, in all over and in, in all subcultures. Like half of Republican men said they won't take the vaccine, but there's also a lot of people in the Wu community on the left and the right side who are, who are not into the idea of taking a vaccine. Um, and, you know, I guess I don't ever want to be the person who tries to tell someone what they have to do with their body. But if you're someone who's feeling like they're uncertain about what that decision looks like for them, just do the research. But, you know, if you want to know, I'm like, I'm not against getting it for myself. I think that, you know, when we look at instances of polio, polio was crippling and killing children and everyone got vaccinated and we were able to eradicate it. And when I see people now being against this vaccine, it's just like, I feel a little bit disappointed that, you know, our, our mothers and our grand, I don't know. I'm like, when was the polio vaccine? But what, like, you know, the, it might've been grandparents, but that, no, maybe baby boomers. I don't know. People had to get the polio vaccine and they got it. Like that's the, like, that's the point I'm trying to get at. And I'm not trying to be preachy or tell anyone what they need to do, but it's just when I see people like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Like, it's just like kind of breaks my heart because I understand that they have their reasons, but it also in some ways feels like selfish because I just feel like we all need to kind of band together on it. And I don't know. I'm trying not to get overly politicize things here and I'm, I'm not meaning to alienate anyone either. I'm, I think that everyone needs to do what they do. You know, everyone needs to do what's best for them. Um, that's just sort of my position and it's just, I want, I don't know. 
it makes me uncomfortable to even talk about it. It's so crazy that a vaccine has become a political thing, but it has. So anyway, what I was going to get to was that things could take longer to feel normal if people aren't getting vaccinated, because even though people who are vaccinated will be able to pretty much live a normal life, I think there will still be, you know, if the numbers don't go down, we're still going to be forced to wear masks. There's still going to be shutdowns. There's still going to be, you know, limited occupancy. And Germany is doing another shutdown and, and they're having like a third wave throughout Europe. So I don't know. I hope that things are moving in a good direction through us for us. I'm like wondering if all of the cancers are in like a philosophical mood because I was just like, let's draw for cancers. But first I'm going to comment on society. I'm like, are you, are you guys <laughs> like, what's going on cancers? What are you making my brain do? Okay. Um, I do have the 10 of coins with the page of coins. So, Ooh, and the Knight of cups. So there is a little bit of a moving forward with love. I do remember that like the last, the last time I pulled for cancer, it was like a little bit of a difficult pull. And I, I spoke to some cancers who were like, yeah, like that sucked. Like I had shit happen. Maybe it was the, maybe it was the month before, but this is like this for all cancers, whether you've been having a good time or a bad time of it lately, like this, the energy here is about like the rebuild and finding joy in that and there's a lot of gratitude that can come through here and like the hermits there so yeah like sorrow still do, does exist but I feel like we're in a place now where we can use our sorrow to put things in perspective and the ten of coins with the page of coins like I just I like it's building it's applying things are moving upwards things are building towards what you want them to be which is where the sun is and the knight of cups like love yourself, take care of yourself. There could be, you know, new relationships or, um, stuff like that going on as well. So I think that was a good spread for cancers. You know, that was a good spread for cancers. Okay. <sighs> Just taking a deep breath. Leo. Leo's feel like a little bit annoyed. <laughs> and I think just with people in general are kind of pissing Leo's off right now. I'm trying to see. I don't have my cards pulled yet, so this is just stuff that I'm channeling. Mm -hmm. Do you like when I feel that I, I fill this space with just like humming? Okay. I mean, Leo's feel irritated and a little bit bored. And so I think that you're going to be looking for ways to bring excitement into your life. And I think that like that's definitely coming. I have the Ace of Coins, the Knight of Wands, um, the High Priestess and the Queen of Cups. So I don't know with that, with the wand and the High Priestess, those are the energies that are kind of popping out to me the most. And I do feel like there's an opportunity for more synchronicity to be happening. And I think that your connection to the other realms and to your spirituality will become a little bit more materialistic. And I don't mean that in the sense of like the money that you spend or anything like that. I mean that in terms of like material synchronicities. You see three butterflies three days in a row at 11-11 every time. Like stuff like that. Like that's extreme. Like what? 11-11 again? Like that's kind of extreme. Um, but you know what I mean? Like there, like <laughs> there's probably going to be like fun little synchronicities like that. You may have like little 
trinkets move around. You may feel like, you know, if there's like a, if there's a ghost in your house, but you know, it's like a safe ghost, you may just get a little bit more activity from them that you can hear or see or, you know, uh, your, your psychic sense of touch, which to me feels like, um, it's like psychometry when you can hold an object and pull information from it like that could become heightened, but there's also like nuances of getting chills or feeling like a tingling sensation on your arm, feeling your crown chakra open up. Like I just very, I feel like your psychic and spiritual connection to the universe is going to be like, like sensual, like that, like that Venus in Taurus energy. I'm so excited about that's coming our way. So that's what I think is going on is going on with you guys. Um, especially if you are feeling kind of like bored and annoyed with people, like maybe it's just time to invest less time and energy into people and invest more time and energy into nature and being alone with your thoughts in a beautiful surrounding. So that's kind of where I would take things, especially if you're like, like just uninspired and bored, go out in nature. I think all the Leos need to go out and sunbathe on a, a warm rock somewhere. Okay. Virgo. Okay. I feel like Virgos feel on top of, like on top of their business, but they're like suspicious that something's going to happen. Like things are going well for Virgos and they're like, okay, so what's going to come fuck this up? Like that, <laughs> like what what's going on here? And I don't think anything is going to come like, F things up for you. I'm just going to be selective about when I do and don't like say the F word for real. Sometimes it'll be F and sometimes it will be the word in full. So it'll be like cussing Russian roulette. Okay. So Virgo, I will say, um, do your tax, like do your taxes, figure out what your taxes look like. Don't spend any money until you know what you owe. Uh, because I am seeing this sort of like seven of coins energy and I layered, I layered the cards and I pulled the chariot. And so I just feel like it's sort of like, know what you're going to owe, know what's owed to you. I know that we all got an extension on when our taxes are due, but I wouldn't use that as like license to just like spend money in April that you were potentially like saving for if you had to pay any money in taxes. So just get on top of that sooner than later, especially because it'll make you feel good to check something off of your list of things to do. So, okay. The page of cups, um, the eight of swords. I also have the knight of cups here and the three of cups. So like there may be a little bit of like your friends not really liking who you're dating right now. And it is kind of time to fall back in love with yourself versus giving that love to another person. So if you feel like you're being disrespected in your relationships or, like the people that you've been dating haven't really been, I like just haven't been that impressive to you. And I don't mean to sound that in like a snobby bitchy way, but it's just sort of like not worth your time. Like don't give them your time. Wait for something better to come along. Um, I did have, I did pull one more card, which is the star card. So I do feel like there is a little bit of a, of a love and romance focus. So I think that really what needs to happen is that you, um, kind of with the star there, like touch base with the other side, let them know what you want, open your heart to the other side. Your heart might be closed off to 
people or the universe or pleasure because you've been disappointed so many times in the past. So I would check in with your heart chakra and what that's looking like right now and be cool with just like being like, I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not like, I can't use the word narcissist because we all know that it's bad like to be a narcissist because that means you don't care about other people's feelings and you only acknowledge your own. So I don't mean that, but focus on your feelings for a little while and sort those out before you jump to resolving someone else's. That's what I'm going to say about that. <sighs> okay. Okay. I'm pulling for Libra. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. I do have like a, like almost like a clear audience thing coming through. So you know, I said Leo's would feel a little bit more sensitive when it comes to the sense of touch, but I think that Libras are going to be a little bit more clear audience in terms of their sensitivities. So if you do feel like you maybe are having like spiritual voices come into your head, uh, you listen to them. And if you have ringing in your ears, I always look at that as like the other side is trying to tell you to slow down and take a deep breath and ground because they're trying to like bring you peace or they're trying to lower your stress levels or there is a straight up message. And if you feel like, you know, something is trying to get your attention or if you see an orb or something like that, just say, what's the message? And then don't have any expectations about what's going to come through, but know what the next thought that pops into your mind is. And, you know, it clear audience is it's like one of the weirdest hardest psychic abilities to manage but you can also do meditations to help strengthen it and I recommend just sitting in your house with no music on and listening to the sounds like allowing your ears with like you know close your eyes do the deep breathing try to relax all that crap but then like um try to let your, your sense of hearing travel around different areas of your house. So if like a door shuts, if there's like a creaking happening, if you can hear the wind blowing a wind chime in your neighbor's yard, if you can hear birds chirping, if there's like a street nearby where a car goes, like just let your hearing sort of drift around and swirl around. And then it could open you up to like someone walks by your house and says something and they're saying it as humans, but it actually is kind of pertinent to your situation or it offers you a little bit of clarity. Um, you may also notice that like if you have a song stuck in your head all day and it's kind of an obscure song, but then it plays on the radio, like paying attention to like what those, what those lyrics are or what you're thinking about when the song is in your head or what you're thinking about when that song plays on the radio that has been in your head all day. And that's sort of how you can unpack Claire audience ability. Um, I've got the two of wands, the 10 of cups, the four of swords and the ace of cups. So this could be a situation where you're trying to make a decision with your partner or trying to make a decision about whether or not you want to sort of like go, go out and go into the dating scene. And the four of swords is saying like, it's cool to take your time with whatever decisions around love you're trying to make right now. Um, ultimately, I do think that like, whatever decision you make will be the right one. Um, yeah. I mean, so just trust, trust your heart and trust your intuition. And if your heart and your intuition are telling you to like, you know, it's not time to make a decision about something yet, then don't make the decision yet. 
I don't like, I wish I could give more details than that, but I'm trying to make it so that this information is digestible to all the Libras. Um, okay. Scorpio. Yay. It's us. Okay. I'm going to use this deck. <clears throat> We're getting there. We're getting there. I will say that like one thing I've noticed for myself is that I have, and I wrote this in my Shondaland horoscopes for next month, but like if your health has become less of a priority, meaning you've been working overtime or your um, normal routine has gotten messed up. So you're not like working out as many days as you normally would or like your, you know, you like your diet has been fluctuating and some days you're healthy and some days you're not and your sleeping schedule is messed up. Some days you're going to sleep. Some days you're waking up early. Um, those are one of the things that you're going to want to work on uh, kind of like getting back into a rhythm. Um, let's see here. Okay. So, Okay. I have the page of cups with the eight of cups and the page of pentacles and strength. And so I do feel like with this, I'm like trying not to put too much of my personal experience in, in, in this, but I'm like, damn, this resonates. Um, if you've been super focused on work and building your career or making money um, and you have had less time to connect with your partner or connect with love or even like practice self-care for yourself, um, you'll want to take a look at that. I did pull the nine of wands, which isn't, you know, it's not a great card. Um, usually it implies that there could be some sort of drama on the way. And I don't necessarily know that it would be with like on in a romantic, like in a romantic way, just like in general. Uh, but you've got the strength card here. So if like someone does try to start shit, just like, ignore them. It's like, who cares? Whatever. It, you, you like don't have time for drama. And I think that like just taking the high road and walking away from it is going to be the thing that saves you. Cause like, you're just too busy right now. You've got too much going on. So really just like, just focus on building yourself up, building your career up, building your finances up. And then whether it's a romantic partnership or a close friend or even like trying to date someone, I'd be careful like how quickly you let someone in when the Venus is in Aries right now, like be careful how quickly you let people into your life. But I think that like ultimately the message is to just in, like your time is precious right now. So you really can only invest it in people who are like your ride or dies. Only give it to your ride or dies. Okay. All right, Sagittarius, here we go. Ooh, I just got like a little chill, which you know what? My boyfriend is a Sagittarius and he gets like random little chills all the time. And I'm like, yeah, it's your guides, but he doesn't believe in anything. So he's like, I just don't say it. My mind says it. And then, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So I just got a little bit chill. I'm just going to try and, you know, push his energy to the side so that this can be a Sagittarius collective thing. I am feeling my voice go out a little bit and I'm also feeling almost like um smoker lung, like my lungs would feel like when I was smoking. So if it if you've if you're a Sagittarius and you've been smoking, like you might want to reconsider that decision because it could be affecting your health. Uh what is nice, ooh, you've got Sagittarius has actually really great cards. So we have the six of coins, which usually means like you're, you're stable financially 
or you're just sort of like feeling content within your current living situation, you can kind of relax financially. You've got some money to play with. You can kind of just like chill. We do have a blank card because I do. I told you I leave like the instruction cards and the blank cards and the weird cards. I leave them in all my tarot decks because I just think, I don't know, I enjoy it and I'm allowed to do it. So I do. Um, the, the, the blank card showed up and with that, it's sort of like the universe is like, well, what do you want to build? Because we can't help you build it until you tell us what that is. And then we have the queen of coins. And since the, the card that's connecting those two things is blank, I think that it's a really, it's really important that you take time right now to focus on what exactly your goals are and then communicate to the universe what that is. Um, the queen of cups is here as well. So there's a lot of feminine energy happening for Sagittarius's right now, which means it's just about growing. It's about nurturing. It's about loving yourself. It's about being really open and free with your love and letting go of any sorrow or trauma from the past. Um, and it's a really happy, beautiful, lovely time for you, but you do have, you know, you do have this blank card here again. So it's also really important to pay attention to where you're focusing your energies because that's, what's going to grow. And so if you are, you know, if you have a negative disposition, you're going to continue to breed more of the same, but if you're positive and you're patient, you know, if you're impatient, the, the, you know, you're going to continue to feel impatient, but if you feel, you know, patient and calm and chilled and, and trust your path and trust your universe and have an idea of where you want to go. I do think that things can manifest actually quite beautifully for you right now. All right. Aquarius, you little lunatics. You guys are all freaks. I love you. You're like, I'm like, oh, did I just now get your attention? I feel like there's like an Aquarius who was listening to this, but also like reading alien articles at the same time and just waiting for me to call their name. So Aquarius, you're up. Pay attention. But also email me to let me know what you found out about the aliens because I love I love alien conspiracy shit. I don't love like crazy bananas crazy, crazy conspiracy stuff. You guys all know what I'm talking about. Um, by the way, if you have access to the um, South Park vaccine special, it's pretty funny. And there's like a, there's like a whole QAnon element to it. So um, yeah. Anyway, Aquarius, what? Ooh. Okay. Okay. Aquarius, everything in these, like, these cards are like very strongly saying like, okay, like it's time for you to break a mat, like break a mold, break a pattern. It's like the thing that you've been thinking about doing, like it's time to actually pull the trigger and do it. We have the page of wands, the eight of wands, the knight of swords, and then like the three of coins. So with the page of wands, like that's all about like taking your will, taking control of your will and moving forward with your ideas, your desires, whatever motivates you, even though you don't exactly know how things are going to manifest or materialize. Whenever we see the page cards, like the page doesn't know what's going to go on. The page is like a dumb baby. The page has no idea what's going to happen, but it's still like willing to learn and move forward, you know, like take little baby steps. So like, it's, it's cool if you want to just like start taking baby steps, but like, that's like, you've got to do it. Like you've got whatever you're waiting on, whatever you've been sitting on, you just, it's time to move. That eight of wands is here saying like, if you don't take control of your situation, like you're going to get stuck in monotony or you're going to get stuck in whatever it is that you don't want to be stuck in. So like, it's time you got to do it. And with the Knight of Swords, it's just sort of like you're smart. You'll figure out anything that, you know, anything that manifests that you're not quite sure of like, you know, how it's going to unfold. Like you're smart. Like this is the universe reminding you that you're the smartest and most innovative sign in the Zodiac. 
Um, well, maybe not the smartest, but like you're, you're up there. I'm like, I'm like thinking of Gemini and like Sagittarius or natural philosophers. And like, also like, it's kind of fucked up to like say one sign is the smartest, but you are one of the more intellectually developed signs. You're an air sign. So you have a brilliant mind and Aquariuses are known as like the little mad scientist geniuses. So you have all of this beautiful genius potential, but if you're sitting on it and wasting it, like you're being, you know, like, don't, don't do that. Like I was like, I was going to be like, you're being a loser. And then I decided it was too mean, but like, don't be a loser too. I love you. I'm so sorry I said that, but also like, you know, do stuff for yourself. It'll be fun. Um, I also pulled the three of coins. And so this is sort of like, you might want to start bouncing some ideas off your friends and asking people that you trust for advice because the three of coins is definitely all about, um, it's all about cooperation. I think I skipped Capricorn and I'm like feeling a frustrated Capricorn being like, you went from Sagittarius to Aquarius. I'm sorry. I am realizing now that I did do that. Okay. So Capricorn, we're going to use the black deck. I, I do that. I feel like I, this happens sometimes where like it's always Capricorn or it's Aquarius that gets skipped. And I'm sorry, I'm a Cap rising. So I obviously don't mean to do it on purpose, but maybe it's just because like Capricorns are so cool and chill and Aquariuses are like, when is it my turn? That like Aquarius is just forced their energy through. Okay. Capricorn. Okay. What's interesting is you have the three of coins too, and we also have the two of cups and then the knight of swords and the eight of wands. So actually like you might need to be helping out your Aquarius friends because what this looks like to me, especially because of the art and how it's depicted uh, in, in this card, there's this sort of ambiance of having friends who need your help. And like you, like you needing to help your friends right <laughs> right now and remembering that like the people that you do, you know, the people that you help out now will help you later. So like, obviously don't waste your time with people who wouldn't do the same for you. Like that's always very important to not be taken advantage of. But I think Capricorns are pretty good about using that discernment anyway, because you guys are all like real smart cookies too. But I think that like you may have to amp up one of your friends because this eight of wands, again, it's like about like, like claiming your authority and claiming your power. And I think that you might have to like get real with one of your friends and bring some, it could be a family member too, um, and bring some logic and some clarity to their situation. Cause I feel like they're just like, someone's fucking up and like they need help and it might be time to step in or it's like their boyfriend sucks or their girlfriend, like who knows, you know? Um, but just, you know, I think that you'll enjoy the role of, of, you know, taking care of someone and helping someone. Cause I do think that Capricorns are actually quite nurturing, even though they have a reputation for not being like Capricorns are pretty nurturing at their core. It's just like, you have to get past the, you have to get past the boundary and the wall to see that side of Capricorns. And once you do, it's like, they'll do anything for you. And so you have to think about your friends that you would do anything for and who needs help. And then like offer that assistance, especially because it could be someone who like has a hard time asking for help. And like, Obviously, you can't overstep boundaries, but you may want to, you know, check in with the people that you think could could use some help and offer your advice and offer, you know, what you can give them without, de you know, without depleting yourself is all I'd have to say about that. Okay. Pisces. Okay. Are you guys all worn out from your birthday? I had the magician at the bottom of this deck, so I'm wondering if you guys are still like, you know, like the universe smiling on you still from your birthday season. 
Aries are like, no, it's my turn. Um, okay. <laughs> Pisces. <clears throat> I am noticing almost like some respiratory stuff too. Um, so just sort of like make sure that you are taking care of your lung health. I know that like, I hate to even say that with COVID going around, but I mean, like, I don't like, it's not like I'm getting body chills or body aches or anything like that. Like, it's just sort of like, um, making sure that you're like, like taking steamy showers or like, you know, running your air purifier. If you live in a polluted area, getting fresh air, things like that. Deep breathing. So I have the eight of cups, the magician, the devil, and the king of coins. And that's like kind of a clusterfuck, to be honest, because like the eight of cups could be power struggles. The magician is like, you know, how you use your magic and your will. And then there's the devil. And so I'm like, are Pisces getting shady with their magic or Pisces wanting to hex people right now? Um, you know, if someone did wrong you and they deserve a hex, just do like a reversal. It's so much better than giving them your own energy. Do a reversal for them. You know, like I have like, um, I have like a black reversal candle that I just like keep on, keep like handy. So in case I ever need to burn it just like at a day, I don't have to like go and dress one. Cause it's just like, who has time? Just like burn, like just light that reversal and whoever's thrown shade at you will just be throwing it at themselves at the end of the day. So like, you know, you may have musings of throwing some dark ass magic out there, but like, don't try to break other people up. Don't try to like, you know, put a love spell on someone. If someone's starting shit with you, don't hex them. Just do a reversal. Um, but you know, if you want to hex like a really terrible person, I guess that's fine. Like I'm, I refer you to the episode I did with Sean Engel of witchy wish, witchy, witchy wisdoms when we talked about, uh, ethical hexing. So if you have to make decisions about hexing, I recommend listening to that episode, but we also have the King of Coins. And so I do think that because I have, because I have the magician here with the King of Coins, to me, that's like a really strong indication of manifestation And with the eight of cups and the devil, like, I'm just going to sum this up with be careful what you wish for and make sure that you are, you know, acting from a noble and positive disposition. And I'll leave it at that. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, that is the Aries season astrology and terascopes. I, again, like I told you guys, like I'm trying to slow down just a little bit because I've just been like, I've just been working like a crazy person. Oh my God. And someone impersonated me on Instagram and like got money from one of my followers because they were like, they were like sending people messages saying like, Oh, your energy looks so good. Let me give you a reading. Like I'm noticing, like, I feel like I have a message for you. Let me give you a reading. And then like taking people's money and just like, you know, so I, I'm pretty sure the account got taken down, right? Like I'm pretty sure it's taken down. Um, but yeah, like that was a thing that happened. So I was pretty annoyed yesterday, which is another reason why this didn't go out. Cause I was just like, I'm like, that's just like, I need a day. I feel like I need to slow down. But what I was getting to was that, cause I am slowing down a little bit. I might air a witch doctorate rerun next week. I'm not quite sure what the plan is yet. Um, just cause I'm trying to not stress myself out. Cause I have just been kind of stressed a lot lately, like, mo- like almost like moody stressed. Cause I had too much to do. So I'm trying to kind of center and ground and like slow down a little bit. And so we'll see what happens next week. I will have an episode for you. It will be there on Tuesday. 
You can find me online at rainbowglitterstar.com. I will say again, I am starting to limit the amount of readings I'm doing every week. So if you if you're thinking you're gonna want a reading in a couple of weeks, you should probably start reaching out now so you don't end up like having to wait four weeks or five weeks or however long until there's an opening. Um, again, you can find me on Instagram at Rainbow Glitter Star, at the Glittercast for daily horoscopes and podcast updates. Go to shondaland.com for my monthly horoscopes. If you're a premium member of astrology.com, I do have the monthly full moon horoscopes by sign, and I'm going to be doing more articles for them soon. And I guess that's it. Please, please, please rate and review on iTunes. You guys were awesome. I asked you guys to help rate and review me in the last episode because it does help me grow my audience. It really does. And I got a bunch of new reviews, so I appreciate that. And, you know, keep that rolling. And also, if you're like, really just want to support me, and you, but you've already written a review, steal your friend's iPhone, steal your boyfriend or girlfriend's iPhone and do it again. I'm not above asking for that. <laughs> so with that being said, I hope you guys are having a beautiful, wonderful week. Happy Aries season. And I love you. Bye. Bye.